May I have your attention, please? You are listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. The following show may be explicit. I said no, you can't play a ninja. This is an old West game, and they didn't have ninjas. But the year is 1869, and there are historical records indicating there were ninjas. In fucking Japan, not in the Old West. I said no. You're already railroading. You're already railroading. This is an old West game. And they didn't have ninjas. Why do you? It's just like the last game. have to play on. It's just like the last game. Why, hello, and welcome to season 29, episode 15 of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. And I'm Stork. In this episode of Happy Jacks RPG Podcast, uh, Eric from New Jersey writes in about immersion. Uh, we revisit Hosier Rob's very first email. Aww. Aww. What a young Hosier Rob. And Mr. CJ, or MRCJ, never got a, I don't know if I ever got a straight answer to that, uh, sends us some thoughts on the show. But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. If you'd like to watch the show live, the show is at 7.30 p.m. at happyjacks.org slash live. Uh, other stuff? Um, everything's going well. The big move's tomorrow. I'm not nervous. It'll be fine. <laughs> but the space is all painted and ready. It's posted Excellent. pictures on the Discord today. It looks all nice. And the rug came today, so the rug is all down. I've started painting. Yeah, it looks nice. It's, it's just a different shade of gray. <laughs> I honestly... It's the same shade of gray. Didn't notice. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well, I patched a bunch of holes. Holes, yeah. Oh, I see, yeah. I see, I see. It's okay. like, it can be none more gray. It's yes. none. None more black. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Um, I think everything, like, because of all your amazing support, um, we got everything we needed off of our baby registry for the studio. <laughs> Little Dio. Um, and... Uh, Patreon has some exciting things happening. We're going to start having a couple little perks for our Patreon supporters. Um, we're not looking to build like an army of people, but if you are interested in joining the Patreon, go check it out. There's some fun stuff happening there. A company, maybe a division. A division, maybe. Not a whole army. No, not a whole army. Just a small, like a platoon. A regiment. A regiment. I don't know. It only takes a lot to feed. There's, you know, there's support. you got to get gassed all the vehicles. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. Right, yes. Yeah, More uh, armies have been defeated by not having enough food and gas. Right. Um, or and too much gas. From the food. <laughs> Lots of gas. Like the bean. Be very quiet. <laughs> um... <laughs> That was my mouth. That yes, was so that bad. was 100%. <laughs> it was like astonishing timing. That was very good. So vaudeville. Um, and yeah, if you want to join the Discord, it's grown like a lot in the last week or two. Oh, good. Like we've gotten so many people and uh, uh, like I was telling you that our friend from Antarctica is there. Mm-hmm. And he fessed up who he was. It was very exciting. Cool. Um, and he put himself on the map too. 
Oh, excellent. Yeah, we still don't have anybody from South America. So come on, people. I see that oh, there are people in Brazil listening. Oh, there's, yeah, there's a, there's yeah, a, there's a bunch. There's a big RPG community in Brazil. Yeah, and big they're, one. they're on the map. When I look at where our downloads are coming from, you were there. So go to happyjacks.org slash worldmap um, and put yourself on the map because I want to. Like all, we have all the other continents except Africa so far. Except South America, and I know you're there. And, oh, there's definitely listeners yes. in South America. Do the thing. I, I promise. I thought we had like a South African listener or two. No. no. I do not recall. I thought so too, but I don't, I don't know. Mm. I would have remembered. I think we had people who went there. Well, there was be. someone who wrote in and said, hey, I'm traveling there. Does that count? And we were like, no. Um, that could be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That'll be our next continent to conquer. Next one. The conquering We did, of, we did yeah. very well in Scandinavia. <laughs> yes. And after you've got continents, then you start going by nations. Oh, there we go. Yeah. You're an old risk player, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, immersion from Eric in New Jersey. Hello to Kimmy and the Jackers. It's Eric from New Jersey again. Thank you, Eric. I want to thank you first for reading my email, and it has given me a lot of food for thought as to what to do with my Star Trek game. I'm glad. I remember that. Yeah. But that, that was like last week, I think. It wasn't that long ago. Two weeks ago. Maybe three. I don't remember. Uh, but then you read the next email which was from someone named Magic Octopus and talked about immersion. We sang a bunch for that one. Yes. Which <laughs> is something Stu seeks in gaming. It's also the prime reason I game when I'm not GMing. So, this goes out to Magic Octopus, who wants those immersive moments. Go LARP! Why didn't we <laughs> suggest that? That's... Because you're right, idiots. You know what? It's just like, yeah, if you want an immersive experience, I can't think of a more immersive experience than, than LARP. Uh, maybe. maybe, maybe. Okay, now there are different types of LARPs. Don't do anything that Tappy has gone to <laughs> because those sound terrible. Tappy has some LARP horror stories. Tappy had nothing but LARP horror stories. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that's also like a large percentage of Tappy's stories in general. Yes. So I feel like that kind of throws off that bell curve a little yes. bit. And that's the stuff you tend to remember anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So. Uh, also, keep in mind that there are LARPs that are much more combat-focused than role-play. The goal is to find a LARP that is more role-play-focused, or even find a LARP big enough that different types of gamers can all sort of congregate together, i.e. the combat people go over here, the puzzle solvers over yonder, and over there the people just role-playing with each other. Part of the reason I mentioned LARP is because it forces you to play the small moments. Mm -hmm. You are in character even when nothing is going on and you're sitting around a fire. Tales told during downtime can be some of the most satisfying role-playing out there. It, I, I talked about that, and th that was one of the things that I, I loved most about the latest Savage Worlds was the mm -hmm. interludes, or I can't remember what they called it. But it's like, it's like oh, it's, 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 we have some time in between. Boop, boop, boop. Throw out a card. Okay, you tell us. Story time. It's fucking amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> and that is. Those are like little magic moments. Mm -hmm. um, you're sitting around a fire. Tales told during downtime is some of the most satisfying role playing out there. It really helps you expand your character, and it can be a safely immersive. Not all immersion has to be high-energy emotions like anger. True that. True. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, where you where do you find such a LARP? Join groups and ask people who run it what kind of LARP they are. A lot of LARPs will be a mix, so don't be afraid if there is combat in addition to the roleplay. The LARP I go to in Pennsylvania, Xanodria. Xanodria. Yeah, the nod is capitalized there. Xanodria. It's got to be. Xanodria. 
um, uh, is a boffer LARP, a.k.a. we use insulated plumber's piping. What kind of plumber's piping? It's just that, it's that insulation that you yeah, put they, around plumber's piping. They wrap, like, foam around it and stuff. Yeah, but still, you got a steel pipe. What kind of pipe are they no, using? No, no, I think it's probably, like, the, the PVC. Oh, insulated plumber's piping. I don't, I don't know what know. that means. You mean, like, pipe insulation? Maybe, like, noodles? I think you like, take a PVC noodles I, and then you wrap like one of those noodles? insulation noodles the yeah, stuff yeah. i've seen looks like pool noodles pool noodles pool, with pool, lots of duct tape pool noodles i've also bought they have like really nice looking larp um like swords and stuff now i've yeah, used it do. for cosplay a couple times yeah they do so um back that... in the day when i was doing aokp we had to make <laughs> our own and we used yeah i used um about halfway up it was just pvc pipe and then it was sort of flappy up at the top so we could like whack each other but it was mostly the that insulated stuff that's like slit and you put it under pipes and then wrapped it up in duct tape have you ever heard of bataka bats huh talk about no one's ever bataka bats no. i had a, a kid across the street from me ross he had one in his older brother had one they were given to them and they are like like this big and they're swords but the but the sword blade part of it is made out of like sort of dense-ish foam rubber mm-hmm. and it's thick so it's like what people are making for boffer larks but someone in the 70s actually made these I things have seen wow. them. i've seen them they've got like the sword handle and this big old thing. and it was a big yeah it had like a pommel and I, and I th- even i think that the army used to use them for like combat training i don't know so like whack each other with they were called the talk bats they got them the, the 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 two brothers got them for a christmas and within like a week they had been told never to fight with them each other again <laughs> So every what time, what are you expecting as a parent when you right. bought those? Well, they so, can't hurt themselves. It's foam. Like, oh my god! So every time I'd go over to Ross's house, I said, "Let's get the pataco bats and beat crap out of each other." Oh no! <laughs> so I never got to. We never got to play with them. Aww. They would just sit there taunting you. Right there, there is. Yeah, he did. It was there in this room, but yeah. No. Says, "Don't oh, you know? No, 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 no." no. <laughs> Uh, we got some uh, expert advice, like the ones I buy are for cosplay and stuff because they don't let you take real swords and stuff into right. to conventions for uh, are like. They might have latex, and they look really realistic. Um, but oh god, I lost it. Someone in the chat was oh yeah, Davio uh, Mac says that the latex ones can get a bit hard in the cold. Oh, so you're like, yeah, right? I'm like, oh, I, I cosplay in Southern California. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, that could happen to a lot of stuff if it's if it's outside and cold yeah. enough. Absolutely. See, I have to worry about things melting. I, so. I haven't had that experience usually when it's when it's cold. There's, there's, there's no. That's different. What are we talking about? What? Yeah, that's different. That's no, not the same. Xenodria, <laughs> um, uh, it, it's an insulated... Uh, Piper's... <laughs> yeah, that boy, tangent. Uh, <laughs> insulated piper, uh, plumbing, plumbers piping to beat the crap out of each other. But I have cried in the in character there. After being beat up. Yeah. With a lead pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you. Wrapped in a pool noodle? Come on, it's wrapped fine. Wrapped in a pool noodle, I guess. <laughs> Uh, mind you, I suck at fighting, so combat is not for me. But the role playing more than it more than makes up for it. Depending on where you live, there should be some events in your area, and chances are, you will find something that will help you scratch that immersion itch in a manner that is relatively safe. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry to the host that I don't have any questions or anything like that. I do encourage everyone to try a decent LARP. 
at some point. Take care, all of you. Stay drunk, stay diverse. Eric from New Jersey. Huzzah. Thank you. I keep meaning to, like, because they have all the LARPs at Strategicon. Mm -hmm. We're always a little busy at Strategicon, though. Right. And I, like, I want to make an outfit for it. So I want to, like, know which one I'm going to join, plan way ahead, make some incredible outfit, and then, like, I don't know. Because that's the part I'm really excited about is making the outfit. <laughs> I, I, I want to do an L5R. I know. Like, so bad. Samantha so and I are, like... All, like we're in like we've got like we talked like for hours one time about the outfits we'd make for that LARP like, L5R would be fun I wouldn't mind doing a Star Wars LARP either yeah mm -hmm. a lot of us have stuff like that already yeah I know she wants to make something new yeah <laughs> well I have I have a like a latex Tegruda I think the uh, like uh, Ahsoka I have like the head part of that I need to make the Ahsoka Tana she's a yeah. she's a Twi'lek no, no, the... she's not a Twi'lek. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, she's she's a, a I think it's Tegruda, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the mandrels. Yeah, so they've got, like, Oh, the yeah, yeah, pointy... that's the one I always used to... It has almost, like, a crest on yeah, top. Yeah, 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 and then it comes yeah. down. So I have one of those. I haven't painted it yet, so I could use that. Mm -hmm. That's new. There you go. And they have fun painting with that. Yeah, so yeah. All sorts of colors. Yeah, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, the LARPs... Are... Having, been, having started LARP back before the word LARP was a thing... They can be a lot of fun, and yeah, there's some immersion going on, and yeah, there's a lot of role playing, both good and bad. It, it, yeah, it's definitely a way to immerse because you don't really get away from it, and then the, you know, there you are just interacting daily. Like, I have to go to the bathroom, so you have to come up with a way to say it in in right. whatever in, in context of the lark and move on. So you can't, you're constantly immersed. You can't just get out of it. Did you just call it Renfair? Like, what did you do? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty. Where's the pretty? Yeah. Mind you, good stuff. But what did you call it before you called it LARP? Like, it was seriously. Uh, I don't know if we called well, it anything. LARP, it just, it was the term LARP was early. I remember when I was in high school, um, I ran a killer game, which was Steve Jackson Games, yeah. sort of, it was yeah. like a murder. I did that too. Like a round robin murder thing. Oh yeah. We get a bunch of people, and everyone is given a name, and you basically make a big circle chart. And as people get killed, this person gets that name, and so we on. We played it school wide. We were running around yeah. after school, dark. Yeah, we got in a lot of trouble. Amazing. Ah. We got in a lot yeah. of trouble. And um, yep, us too. But they called it a LARP in that book. Now that book probably came out in eighty two or eighty three. Hmm. I did not know that because yeah. I played that game too, but I didn't, the word LARP hadn't been written. In AOKP, we just called it, it was just, it was sort of modeled after the Society of Creative Anachronism, which mm -hmm. I don't think call themselves LARPers. No, no, no. They're very upset if you call them <laughs> I, I know, right now I'm getting hate mail. Don't, yeah. don't. I, I mean, I'm just using it as an example. I'm You're going to start a rumble between they're the Renaissance sharp, yeah. Fair people and the, and the SCA and, people. Yeah, and the SCA people have real swords, so like. And know how to use them. They make them. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't upset them. Upset the pool noodle people, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is we have an audience to hide behind. There you go. <laughs> Look, free beer, run the other way. <laughs> so we were sort of modeling after that, but it really wasn't a LARP per se because we didn't know we didn't know what it was. We didn't right. we didn't know yeah. we didn't have the we didn't have the vocabulary for it. In hindsight, now it's exactly what it was. Yeah, it's I would it's definitely something I would want to try just to kind of see how they get or, how they're organized to see if it's something I would ever want to run. <laughs> <laughs> because that's it's, you know it's a little like going to a magical like, feast it's a little like what's it like jamming this thing <laughs> yeah but I have to see how it's done because like I have no earthly idea how you would that's true. run a LARP but you see I think I'd want to be a caster because I was really good at softball 
So I think that, like, don't you have to, like, throw the little Fireball different colors? Fire, and, like, like just... Kimmy! Wow. Depending on the look, yeah, you might. Yeah, see, it's like... But you, but you can't throw your fireball underhand. I'd be such a... And, well, no, you, I mean, you could have to throw overhand and softball to, like, oh, throw okay. it to other people. Like, I just... It would be cool to have that be, underhand, underhand I mean, fireball. I think you can do it however you want. Like, I don't Kimmy, think... There yeah. shouldn't be rules to how you do your magic. <laughs> that is ruin the immersiveness. <laughs> I like the underhand fireball. Now I'm talking about <laughs> it, I'm really... Said, get, I might... I might just say, yeah, right? Like, just, like, launch or the, it? Yeah. Or, like, the basketball from the from the free throw line? <laughs> yeah. I think we've now established that I'm just, like, a wild LARP min-maxer. Like, <laughs> everything else I want immersion. No, I want to win the LARP. Right, yeah. Damn it. I want to make a volleyball fireball where you throw it up and then... Wow. Let's do a swimming LARP. I can win that. <laughs> <laughs> they should have aquatic LARPs. I'm sure they do. They, In the ocean there's a whole, night. That's not terrifying. There's a whole mermaid culture happening. I'm sure that they do LARPing oh, yeah. together. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a whole thing. I own a tail. I've never used it, unfortunately. <laughs> it's right next to the Turguta skull. It's perfect. Right. Maybe you can mix the two. No, the one folds, so it's under the... A Turguta skull? No, it's like the... Head. No, it's a head. Oh, right. I thought... Not a skull. skull. I'm like, Jesus, that's <laughs> dark. What? <laughs> I'm sure somebody somewhere has one. <laughs> like, it's a thing. <laughs> Burning candles on top of Oh, no, see? James V says LARP is usually underhand only. So that would be safer. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> um, 90, yeah. 90 mile an hour now you're talking pitching speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Not, you know, throwing from first to second. Yeah. <laughs> You want to read a Hosier Rob's first email? Someone want to read that? Sure, I'll read that. Wait, okay, so oh, did you emails? find this? Or did he yeah, send this in I again? I found it. I went through and I found it. Yep. Did you tell him you were doing this? No. This is so fun. Okay. Yeah. It, it's weird because now he's like a good friend and he's been on the show. He's a friend of oh, the yeah. show. He's a friend of ours. And he, we met him through this show. Oh, I know. Him and Dave. And Dave. Right. They came out the they fair and they were like, read the email. Here we go. Sorry, this is Douche in the D-bags. As always, thanks for keeping the podcast entertaining with great information. I was listening to the beginning of season two. Episode oh my God. 10. This was a long time ago. And yep. some reader email, as well as the alignment discussions uh, about episode 8, got me thinking of other ways players and GMs can come into conflict with preconceived notions uh, and wanted to get your thoughts on it. When I first started playing DD, I was more into sci fi, so fantasy was relatively new to me. I decided to play a dwarven cleric of Thor, nice and normal for a dwarf. When I started describing him, I could see the horror start to form in the other players' faces. He no, loved... Wait, like, reflecting, now that I know Rob, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, continue. And I'm pretty sure Dave was the GM for this. If, oh. If I, okay. Oh, this is so fun. Um, the, the, the ninja song, the other guy could be Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I could see the horror start to form in the other players' faces. He loved puns and bad jokes, almost in a stork way. Uh, had a small beard and a fairly... Uh, and was fairly happy and liked to hug people. Over the two to three years of that campaign, I, as a player and as a character, was given a ration of shit from the other people in the group for not playing him like a dwarf. Oh, that's in quotes. Like a dwarf. I mentioned on the forum about the chronicle that we would write post-game in character voice. Thanks for taking uh, talking about that in episode seven. And the vitriol that came from the other characters in voice was impressive. But sadly, wasn't just a role-playing element for some. All this because he didn't meet the group's notions of what was dwarfish. The DM was totally cool with the character, and he eventually became an NPC in other games, much to the chagrin of the other PCs. <laughs> but ever since, I felt more compelled to play characters in fantasy closer to the preconceived notions, gone are the days of happy-go-lucky dwarves. Aww. 
As I write this, I can hear people say, get a different group. And I had a great fortune to game with some of the closest friends for most of my life. So that option is less preferable. Although, technically, looking back, he totally did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dumped him for us. Like, yeah. <laughs> that being said, I think that many other role players, especially fantasy, have a tendency to pigeonhole races. Dwarves should be gruff, elves should be nature-loving, and gnomes love to be love to tinker, etc. I know you guys have mentioned modifying the roles of monsters with their alignments or having players perceive them in different ways, i.e. goblins being victims of circumstance. But what about the aberration of PCs heading against the descriptions provided by the player's handbook? Have you seen similar things in other gaming sessions? If this gets on air, it will probably be after fair, so hopefully by then I will be basking in the afterglow of the Rogue's Reef and the melodies about ale, whores, and masks shaped like penis. <laughs> Thanks for the great podcast and many happy beers to you all. Hoja Rob and Bruce was right. Hoser is in Take Off You Hoser a la Strange Brew. See, I believe this was the e- this is the email th- th- this email we it happened before the first season affair after we started the show. Okay. Yeah. I think there are only 10 episodes in season 1. Mm-hmm. So that would have taken us from July probably to winter mm-hmm. and then season 2 would have started and I, this is this came, this email came from season 2 I believe. Mm-hmm. So season two would have gone through the end of winter in through fair. Because we used to take a break at fair. Right. We would stop. So around this time. Right. <clears throat> and now, I, I remember they showed up at fair. Because we'd already had at least a year, maybe two, and they, they showed so up. They were so nervous. And, and they were nervous. It's and so funny. I remember them saying, oh, that's Stork. I, I recognize his voice and all right. that. You know, this is Dave and all that. And they were very polite and nice to us. And they, they hung out at the table a bit and talked. And now they're like some of our closest friends. They started mm-hmm. out as fans, and now it's like Dave helps us with the... And he, I call him like one of my best friends. It's Absolutely. it's really we'll great. We'll see him tomorrow at Build. We will. No, you won't. He's helping me tomorrow. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming here to help me take all this shit down and move it to my house. He's one of the more productive people. <laughs> That's why he's coming and helping me tomorrow. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. He, he knows one end of the cable from another. It's, yes, it's he does. Yeah. To be power. This is so fun. And, yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, I'm just thinking about the kind of advice we would have given then. And how much, like, like we gave good advice then, but I feel like over 13 years we've learned so much. Well, he, he was one of the first people who was, because this is like when we started to realize how lucky we are to have so many people who play role-playing games in yeah. this area by living in an area with a high population density. Yeah. So there's a lot of people in, whatever hobby you have, there's a lot of other people around here who are going to also enjoy that hobby. Mm-hmm. And at the time, he lived, like, right next to Gaming Empire. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, right around the corner kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But this is when we started getting pushed back to the find a new group advice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> find a new group! Well, but he, we can't you know, all do that. No. In his email, he actually does bring up the question, you know, that, that uh, point. And, and I've run into some of that, too, where is if you play a, uh, if you play a fantasy character that's off the beaten path, People get upset at you, especially in, especially in D and D, especially in organized play. Yeah, yeah. like an elf would not. Excuse me, an elf does not behave like that. Right, you don't even know you're high <laughs> Um It's it's strange how the gatekeeping can happen with you know, the oh sure character races of I don't know. It's strange. It is, and it is. I have experienced it. I have seen it in sci-fi. It's much looser, I guess, maybe because. <clears throat> Alien races aren't as beloved or, or loosely defined, or you can be whatever you want to be, kind of thing. Oh, Star I think, that, kind of I think that. there's some there's some I think there's some pushback on on uh, blue Klingons. That could be, if you, and if you don't play your, if you don't play your Romulan like you know like like a Spartan, then you know right. you're not playing it right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't have a peace loving Romulan. What's wrong with you? 
Well, this is one of the reasons I really love um, the Dragon Prince cartoon that's on Netflix. Um, oh, I forgot yeah. about that. And they're doing a Cortex. I think Cortex Prime is doing a game of it. I'm really excited. Oh, really? It's releasing in a couple cool. weeks. Um, but it's like this big hit show, really good for, for kids, for everybody. But it really turns a lot of these um, kind of tropes on its head. There's lots of different elven groups, and they're all very different from each other. Um, but one of the leads is uh, is an elf, and she speaks with a Scottish accent. Mm-hmm. Like, the elves have, like, different accents from all different places. So it's just kind of fun that... No, dwarves have... Right? That's the thing. Like, dwarves? everyone, when it first started, was like, oh, like, it took us all a minute to be like, oh... oh. <clears throat> Okay, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Like it's, but it's like that blink of a moment, you know? <clears throat> and, it, one, and one troll also has a Scottish accent. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's very fun. I, um, I remember back yeah, in the 80s, now that we're bringing this up, that uh, there was a comic book that had quite a cult following. It's been reprinted hundreds of times and it's called ElfQuest. Oh, yeah. And, again, it was mm-hmm. tribes of different elves, and they weren't your Tolkien elves. <laughs> they were sort of medium height, and they rode... They were more like... Fairy elves. Some of them were. Some of them rode wolves. Some of them were more like gelflings. From, uh, I mean, but they, they again, they were different tribes and different types. And they had different cultures, even though they were all elves. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I suppose if you go in and say, "I want to play an elf like out of ElfQuest," suddenly everything's okay again. You can play any kind of elf you want. <laughs> but you know, if you're not playing Legolas, if you don't warn anybody, they all get upset. Right. I, uh, yeah, I, I've run into that, and I, it does. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. There's been much made about the sort of pre-baked racism that can happen in mm-hmm. in a lot of these role-playing games, where you you know there's a like the most obvious is the dwarven elvish rivalry. So you know, somebody playing an elf runs into a dwarf and they immediately start slinging, you know, treating them terribly, and it's it's not always good. Right. Well, one of the things he's mentioning mentions in here is like the goblins, the, uh, right. they're victims of circumstance. That's lifted directly from the fourth edition D&D game I ran mm-hmm. where you guys murdered almost everyone and you got one left. I think there was one that you didn't kill. And then you found out, oh, they're they, <laughs> oh, they have all of your children someplace. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe we should help you. That was, that was a learning moment for I thought, me. I think Kimmy did that too. I think one of the first games, it might have been the first game that you ran, you had, you had goblins. Was, yeah, it was the fourth that, edition D&D game. That were captured, yeah. And that was you. I think so. You GM'd that one. And they were No, I no, I was GMing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did ghosts. Oh, that's right. The the ghosts that were actually the victims. Right. <laughs> you guys figured that out pretty quick though. I think we'd all like by that point been like, Oh, that trick, wait a minute. Right. Oh, that yeah. old trick. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't <laughs> work out. It doesn't work if you do it too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was like my second game. I hadn't done anything too much. Right. So <laughs> But I think I just I was like one of those things where I like I, I described them very sympathetically, and you're like, "We're gonna fight." Wait a minute. Wait, Wait. Kimmy's got empathy for these. Wait a minute. Right. Well, uh, and I, I, this is just this guy's mentioning uh, elves within a shattered nation. Mm-hmm. We just had the last session of the Eldemy game on Such Sunday, a, yeah. And uh, the uh, everyone was waiting for the elves to return. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, and they oh, never yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. They're gone. No, it's oh. not what the story was about. Oh, okay. But in that, one of the things that I've always wanted to to do in in a fantasy game mm-hmm. is have the elves be a dying race. Mm-hmm. Like they're going away, and they're going away for a biological reason. Yeah. An elf, an elf woman can only bear one child. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So that population, even mm-hmm. if they do live 
for thousands of years is eventually going to go away. Yeah. So that it, in the world, that's ha that happened probably a few thousand years ago. But there's this whole civilization that was there, mm -hmm. much of which was, you know, magically preserved. But there's no people. Yeah. Interesting. So. It was a good game. It was yeah. fun. Exciting. Then we got wrapped up in a nice little bow at the end. Yeah. And nobody died. Except for the bad guy. Ooh. I'm just Spoiler. glad that we got to the end of it. I was so worried with like all the postponing from oh. COVID and like yeah. fair coming. I was like, oh God, please come on. Just finish it the short, game. It was a shorter campaign than I anticipated. Than we all planned because, yeah. But we had, this, we had to wrap it up before fair. So I'm glad right. that it worked out with the story though. All right. Thoughts on the show from Mercerger or Mr. CJ. We're not sure which. Right. All right. <laughs> hey, Stu. Just a quick note. I think I started listening to Happy Jacks in the third season. It was fairly early on, before I got an iPhone, before the iPod. I listened on the little MP3 player I got as a gift the previous Christmas. Yeah, it's important to remember that we started as a podcast. Yeah. Like, for three, four years, it was just audio only. No, yeah. like, longer than that. Way longer than that. I mean, unless okay. you count, like, remember the janky old, like... Like webcams you had That's in the epic. That, uh, that was not. That was epic stuff. Not that we epic. were streaming. Well, we we originally started streaming the audio only because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I found a I found a web service that mm -hmm. was actually made for DJs. So we did the show Mixler. I think it was. Yeah, it was Mixler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did that for mm, a couple months, I think. And a, a chat room. And a chat room. We, at we same added time. a chat room. Yeah, that's right. And then we switched over I, to Google Hangouts. Is what, what it was originally? I have no idea. Right. Went through. No, mm -hmm. no. It was so people could watch. I think oh, it right. might have been Hangouts. I think it might have been yeah. the early Google. Like the Excuse really me, early Hangouts. ones. Yeah. Yeah, because we have only we like. I mean, I guess it's been like seven. How long have we been? It's been a long time. Yeah, I guess so. I always think of it as like it's only been a couple years, and now I'm like, no, yeah, no. no. And you have to add three because of the pandemic, because you're probably not counting those two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like if my toddler comes in, I'm like, how about your toddler? You were born yesterday. Come on. Weird thing. Went back to fair. It's like the last fair just happened a year ago. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That place doesn't age. Like, all the people age, but fair itself is like this weird, it's just out of time. It's, it's like strange. a carbuncle. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or a cyst. Mm -hmm. Most cysts grow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fox Fifty says I remember painting minis and listening to Mixer in the back in the early days. There you go. Yep. So yeah, long, long ago. Um, and good sound quality on Mixler too. We had a yeah, very it was good sound good. quality at the time because it was for it was for music. Mm -hmm. Anyway, good. I started to listen to the show at a low point for me personally. The Great Recession was in full swing. I was out of a job and felt bad doing just about everything other than looking for work. It was a desperate time and so isolating. Those early shows, Stu, Stork, Tappy, and uh, were, were a welcome escape from the drudgery of unemployment and a window to the kinds of conversations I used to have with friends that were now so far away. I had not gamed in years, but those friendly interactions between the hosts, uh, I was uh, with the friendly interactions between the hosts, I was buoyed for a time. You know what's ironic is that was pretty much the last two years as well for most people. Oh, yeah. We were yeah. all isolated. We're all the drudgery of unemployment. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. Hmm. Big yep. circle. Yeah. And the summer I had decided to listen through the backlog on weekends. I love how he's like, I listened through the whole backlog. And it was like season three. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> there were some long episodes. Yes, though, that's true. And there was a lot of drinking. <laughs> when, when I, before I started the show, I was listening to other RPG podcasts because I was kind of getting interested in just getting back into the hobby in general. And that's right. one of the things you do when you listen to a lot of podcasts anyway. So, um, and I started listening to them like, yeah, that's not right. Yeah, he's got a point there, but he only fit. And, and <laughs> I could do this better. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> Although some of them I thought were fantastic. Okay. I, st- I still, I, w- I would love to meet the guys that did the original Dragon's Landing in mm-hmm. because they they stopped doing the podcast. Their pod- And it was a fantastic podcast. Oh. Audio quality was fantastic. Can't even find it anymore. I, I think that all the hosting went away. Oh. So that, who knows if someone someone might have an archive of it out there. Or yeah. Like that. But they were a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. And they, the, the guy said, oh, yeah, I started going to Renaissance Fair, and now I'm, I started a band, and we just got hired, so we're going to do that instead. <laughs> what? Yes. That's very weird. <laughs> it's in, They're from Texas, and I can't remember the name of the band. It's the something rogues or something. Oh, my gosh. We probably know them. Might We, we might. I don't know. I've never met them, but I would like to there's meet a, those guys. Like, Four or five bands that have the word "rogues" in the title, yeah. so you're gonna have to be yeah. more specific than yeah, that. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the name. Okay, of the band. but I thought it was very. I know one of the guys, one of the hosts, his name was Lonnie. I remember that. Lonnie. And they had a guy named like History Dave. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, and then they. I can't remember who the third guy. There was two. There were two main guys. Dave is superior to History Dave. That's a much better. Our Dave. History, our history Dave was name. also a very. He was like he just knew a lot about history, but he was like a very jolly sort of. <laughs> A very friendly kind of guy, and he wasn't on all the time. He's only on once in a while. And when he was on, it was like, oh, oh, history day is on. Dame. <laughs> so it's probably the same way people do with CA day. Oh, Have we ever seen history day and Kadave in the same room no, at the same no. time? Now that nope. you mention it, I mean, <laughs> could be the same guy. <laughs> they may have said, oh, mm-hmm. we're doing a podcast. I need to sneak out there and insert myself into it. <laughs> I just need to know: Are we the shadow version of them, or are they the shadow version of us? Because it sounds like uh, it's well, awfully similar. Well, I had never really, I had never really thought about it, but it was it was uh, Dan Repiger from uh, Fear the Boot mm-hmm. who said that he sort of considered Happy Jacks to sort of be like the uh, I can't remember the, the the descendant of Dragons Landing in because yeah. the tone is very similar, and I, and I I didn't model the show after theirs. But their show is extremely conversational, and d- did not sound like it was edited. Interesting. That, so, that's really the key right there is there's the laziness and lack of editing because who needs that much? <laughs> little work. Yeah. Yep. It feels. It sounds like you guys just switched like jobs. It's like we are a renter band. That was the funny. That was the funny part. And we are a podcasters <laughs> for RP, or for tabletop RPGs. Let's switch. Right. <laughs> so you were the original band. They were the original podcasters. So both of you. Right. Copied from each other. Shadow Realm. Yeah. It, it is. It is. But I, I would I would love to, for them to to to, to meet, see that band and, and talk to those people because yeah. <laughs> like exact flipped exactly it's the gonna be like the it's gonna be like the Star Trek mirror dimension where like we run into evil stew or good stew. Right. Actually it would be good stew without the beard and he would be <laughs> a, you know Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Oh yeah! Oh no, Fox Fifty. Uh, Fox is like, I want to go Super OG. I think her name was Claire. Yeah, Claire is actually uh, still around, still on the yeah. show. Yeah, CB. So um, yeah, and they are. They've been on a couple shows recently, so she's oh good. Yeah, they're more on the APs, right? But just because Friday nights hard. <laughs> 
and difficult when you live farther away. All right. Sorry, I, we keep getting, like, nostalgic. Or, um, in the summer, I decided to listen to the backlog on weekends. I remember a few Saturdays working in the yard, then laying in the shade of a cherry tree and napping during a few of those three-hour marathon episodes. I remember napping through a couple of those three-hour yeah. marathons, too. I don't remember a few. <laughs> <laughs> Over the years, I was excited to have a few of my letters read in the show. I was also pleased to be the voice of Robert... Uh, and his telephone message to Stork's character in the first vampire game. That was oh, very yeah. cool. With cars going by and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very cool. That was very cool. It was a really neat, immersive moment. I assume that he probably recorded it, like, on the road. Like, for, like, Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. It sounded very, very It sounded like planned. he was, like, at a phone booth, like, calling. And that was yeah. the setup, at least for me. That's mm-hmm. what it was. It was very cool. Uh, it is hard to put on a show like this week after week. And if it is time to move on, then move on. I just want to personally say thank you to Stu and the rest of the team for all the work over the years. Aww. Mark, Mr. CJ, or Murderer. 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 That's a di- that's a different that's a that's, game. That's a game. Right. Murderer is an actual game. Is it Murderer or Murderer? Murderer. Murderer. Yeah. That was very sweet. Well, thank you, Mark, Mr. CJ, MRCJ, however you pronounce it. I still don't know. <laughs> now you just have to write it again, and yeah. I'm sure he wrote in and told us how it. To pronounce it, probably we just don't. You just didn't it. read that email. No, <laughs> it's, it was right next to Hoser Robs from probably. second season. <laughs> probably. So, yeah, this is your last episode. This is my last episode. Not like well, not ever. But this is like the last like one here at our original studio. Last one for a while. Well, yeah, you're going to be doing fair. Right. That would normally be how it works anyway. Well, we just used to do the Friday shows. That's true. That's true. And I think at some point you're just going to start wanting to GM again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like there's going to be, like, the, ah, I'm really excited about my new hobby. Oh, it's becoming a normal thing again. Hey, I think I really have a great idea for a campaign. Oh, I've got, but it, it's, <laughs> it, it's a, there's a, there's, it's got a lot of irons to it. <clears throat> it I mean, it's going to be a podcast, but there's going to be other things besides that as well. Okay. That's the plan. We'll see. Okay. I, mean, I won't say too much until I know. But you still promised one campaign a year. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I think the next one... Yeah, but one campaign a year can last like three years. <laughs> well, I won't run like I'm not going to run like forty session games. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. But um, I, I I wouldn't mind running another L5R game, especially or or even 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 another Modusin game would be fun. Oh, that'd be. You have so many ideas in those worlds. Yeah. I wanted to go back and play Vampire. For, I mean, like L5R is like obviously like the pinnacle of like game you run, my favorites. But also like. I've, I've wanted to go back and be like a real bloodthirsty venture. Like, oh, you looked at me funny. I'm murdering you. Right. Like, just death to everybody. <laughs> death to you. Death to everybody. All the money for me. Yeah, you never pl- really played Ventrues with the sort of level of hubris that one would expect from a Ventrue. No, I was trying. It was one of our early APs, so right. I really was like focused on like. Following our advice about being a good player, about and working collaboration, with collaboration right. at the table, and yeah, I feel like that's where a lot of the spinning plate things was. It was like, okay, let's. And I think I was handling it like a teacher in a class, like working with everybody and making everybody behave, and let's all work together for our goal. Because <laughs> when I got to play the setite in the when we did the kindred, right. the, sh- the mini the mini campaign. No, that was the end of. Uh, wasn't the. Wasn't the Sedite the character that replaced yeah. what's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did like that that two shot series. Right. And that's where she got introduced. Right. 
And then I think I brought her in for the... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or you'd whatever also, it was. You'd also set your venture up as a... She was like a CEO of a major corporation, so she was in, you know, in charge anyway and used to doling out... Yeah. You would, you would set it up that way. Yeah. It's, it, was, it, was, it was more like <clears throat> she wanted the princedom or lordship. I don't remember what we called it. <clears throat> yeah, it was princedom. But once she had it, it's like... It's a lot of fucking kind of pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> My, I have some problems with Vampire too. The whole waking up and having to feed every day gets in the way. There's, there's also just the fact that you end up, you end up attacking your players, uh, fellow players. Other, it's like you have to figure out reasons to even get along with a plan. It's like yeah. normally they wouldn't, and then the game's over. Right. Well, and that's that, that's part of the underlying tension where some of the drama comes from is the fact that you are a bunch of solitary predators who are put into a position where you need to work together for some reason. Same as like an L5R game when you're not in the same clan. Yeah, it, that's what, yeah I was it's, about it's, to say that. They're, they're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. You're, you're constrained a lot by your clan, yes. by, your, by your motivations within your clan and for your clan. All the D10s. And who you are. And who you are, mm-hmm. right. It, because, yeah. And oftentimes I find myself struggling to like, like screw this, guys, I'm out of here, which is what you would normally do. It's just like in Cthulhu, it's like, uh, some eldritch horrors behind the door. Why would you stick around? I'm out of here. But for the sake of gaming, you come up with reasons to right. stick around. It's, so there's always a weird force thing, anyway. Especially with those games that make it really hard to want to group together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess most people play part of the same clan. I guess that's usually how that works, right? So that you guys are stuck together. No, it's actually home. like in most of those games. I it, think they just don't always have you and Mac at the table. <laughs> in, in most of those games, it's assumed you're being playing a bunch, either, yeah. either a bunch of different clans, whether you're talking about L5R or Vampire. Yeah. They must wipe each other out, like, after two episodes. That's well, the classes. Yeah, so, and then it's, like, backbiting. There's supposed to be the political machinations in the party, and then, like, the, while it's also, like, a, dr- a larger driving right. goal. So it's kind of like a, yeah, there's many layers. Many layers. It's not supposed to be, like, D&D, where you're like, we're going to kill the thing together. Realistically, Albert would have gotten on his motorcycle second episode and ridden off in the sunset. This. Fuck, right. I'm out of here, and then I'm gonna make a new character or something because that's that's what would have happened. He's right. struggling to figure out reasons. You're around. supposed to make a character that has a reason to stick around. Yeah, a loner gang gangrel isn't always the. Kind of all gangrels, unfortunately. It turns out that's sort of like their motivation. It's like they can't be. They don't. Have a they don't giant... play well with others. They don't even play well with each other. Yeah, I'm a lone wolf. Yeah. Literally. Exactly. <laughs> they literally can turn into a wolf. Yes. <laughs> you have a giant tower that is your business corporation that you can't leave. Right. <laughs> oh, the dogs are like, our last episode too! Ruff, right? Ruff. <laughs> you won't get to hear them anymore. I know. So, I was sitting here thinking about what, what we should do to to, uh, <laughs> to celebrate this. And I'm sorry, I was going to ask you the question, like, do you have a favorite episode or favorite Happy Jack's moment? Ooh. No. Or do you have a... <laughs> Do you have a least? Do you have a least so favorite many. episode? Uh, uh, le- least favorite? Yeah, no, I would have even remembered that because I, I can re- I can remember a letter that came in. Well, I, the fight with Tappy over uh, the word crunch oh. that was pretty new. That was a, a three <laughs> three was, hours. And he was pissed. You were was, angry at each other. Well, that was yeah. like an actual like yeah. Well, I I get like short term angry. It's just like boom, and then and then it's gone. Mm. That's not what Tappy does. <laughs> No. He was pissed at me for a while. He was. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. 
I was just trying to remember like some of the weird emails we had, and I can remember the one from Scandinavia about this girl who was playing online. Oh yeah, I and I will never ever forget that moment. Yeah, that's when was... we had this, and then horror stories started getting worse and worse. Right, right. Okay, let's tone this down. But yeah, let's talk about bad gamers, not bad people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just an awkward, weird, terrible situation oh, yeah. early on video game, and I remember or video chat, and I remember thinking to myself, "Wow, I don't ever want to be in a situation like that." And how would you prevent that? And how would and right. it was. If I, that, I will never forget that email, and I will never forget that moment. Oh yeah! Like I'm, I remember sitting here just like, like ashen, going, "What?" Wow, as we're really as glad we're I don't remember email. what that was about at all. <laughs> no, it was gross. I, yeah. weren't, I don't think you were here for that episode. It may have just been probably the two good. Yeah. I don't think. I, I think you think... told me about it later. I think you said I specifically picked this for a day you weren't going to be here. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I would have been that sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Always been pretty good about it. Like I have to say that's like. Like you went to bat and ha- for having women on the show like long before it was the norm. Like back in the day when we started, like oh, it was extremely rare. Yeah, yeah, and well, and people were rude about it. Like oh, yeah. you got emails that you immediately discarded and didn't read, oh, like yeah. giving you shit for having women on the show. Why do you have these whiny, screechy? It's like, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. The, the 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 bullshit emails I've gotten over the over the years that I have. Ignored and deleted and never mentioned. Yeah, most of them I can't remember anymore. But I I got a couple of those. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, like for me, I think that's the, and we've had people write in saying, "Hey, seeing women, seeing other people, seeing people of color on APs and the giving advice, mm-hmm. like like really changed them." Like Gina was one of those people actually. Right. So Gina tuned in in the early days, and she's you know she said, "Oh hey, I saw Kimmy and I saw." Claire and stuff on there, and it was like, hey, these this podcast has women on it, and then we've had a lot of people give us that feedback. Yeah, and our and our our, our woman listenership compared to other RPG podcasts was an order of magnitude higher, or almost an order of magnitude higher. Yeah, it was huge yeah. because it was super rare. Like every like it's really common now, which is great because yeah. the the hobby has. Yeah, everyone did it. Everyone yeah. eventually did it. Yeah, which is great, and because the number of women gaming, I remember going to the conventions. And being like, oh, there's three of us. Okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah. like the whole yeah. ballroom. Ain't that way no more. No, no, not at all. And it's really great. Like it's been amazing and empowering and just delightful to see the hobby change that way. Yeah. And but, and grow as far as like racial and cult- cultural diversity uh-huh. too. I remember your, it's one of my favorite stories. I remember your story about going into the gaming store. Oh, yeah. And it was like quiet. And you were like. <laughs> Because you're, you're, you're the only girl there, and everything's like suddenly stops. It's like, all right, I know you guys are doing something before I walk <laughs> yeah. in here. The hell just happened? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so. I'm a girl. Yes, I'm buying dice. Everybody, go back to doing what you were doing. Yeah. So. Plus, <laughs> that was an actual thing that happened to you. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I was also like super hot early twenties, so. At the time, it felt weird, and now I look back on that like, oh, right, yeah. Oh, remember those days. <laughs> Have more bonbons. All right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Was, oh man. I, yeah, I was going to bring up the fact that when we first started, there weren't a lot of girl gamers, yeah. really, or they, there maybe there were, but we weren't. There were. I mean, I feel like because at the first con we went to, like you said, there mm-hmm. really weren't that many. Well, I mean, when I. And, when I used to go to conventions back in like the late seventies, or mostly more early eighties, there were would literally be like three girls at the convention. Yeah, that's no, hundred percent. Yeah, and some of them were just people's wives. And one of uh, well, and one of them would be someone's mom. 
<laughs> who was like helping out at like the the, yeah. the registration desk or something. And then there was like one or two others. And not exaggerating, it really it, it really was. was this way. And th- this podcast is thirteen years old now, and even yeah. thirteen years ago, this was more normal than it is now. And nowadays, it's there's families. It's all encompassing. Oh, yeah. It's nothing but good. But it, in the thirteen years that we've been doing this, that has changed amazingly, mm-hmm. amongst many other yeah. things. I think, it, and it's all for the better. There's, Absolutely. And look at how many gaming systems we have now, too. Oh yeah. Before it was Traveler, D and D. Yeah. Derps, and, and now we've got. Thousands, thousands of way too many. hacks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and Savage World games. Yeah, and well, and new systems all the time too. Oh, yeah. I that's think true. I think that's one of the cool things. Like the internet has one made gaming more accessible, so people can see themselves represented in it. But also right. made people be able to print. Like you don't have to print out and mail like copies of your game system to people. To get them to play that it. That was huge. That was yeah. huge. That that's probably one of like technologically, that was probably one of the most transformative things about the gaming industry in general mm-hmm. was things like drive through RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and when people finally said, "Fuck it, I'll put it on PDF. I won't. I won't care if people can copy." But this all I mean, happened. That's your, why they didn't. That's why they didn't. Yeah. Adopt. But this all happened on our watch in, yes. in the mm-hmm. ten to twelve years that we've been doing this. All of this stuff it, it came around. Yeah. And and I have to say that. Back when we first started, it was... I would have to go on Pirate Bay if I wanted to get a PDF of a specific role-playing game. I was going to say, it was, it was, since there were only like five systems, we could all speak with some sense of expertise about the five systems, because that's all we knew, that's all we played, that's right. all that was out there. Now, there's so many games out there, it's really hard to make... Is Fate the one where I... Which one is that? Oh, Fate's... Fate's passe. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, it's, seen, it's, right, gone. it's gone. It's, oh, it's not is, gone. People still play. There's, there's yeah, eight. <laughs> There's some. I know there's some. I mean, even Hero's probably passe now. Who plays that anymore? Hero, Hero is not quite a dead game because the, the the company kind of still exists, I think. I think it's a one-person operation at this point. Yeah. At least last last time I heard. Or the others just get killed by an avalanche of giant books? And <laughs> yes. Have yet to find yes. their bodies? I think they died in the warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of books. They're big. They're thick. They're heavy. There's a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Not as heavy as Traveler, Traveler 5. I've <laughs> 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 been setting it up. I'm like, it's a good thing it wasn't working at the Traveler 5 warehouse. We'd never find their bodies. Oh, man. <laughs> it was like the, such a big disappointment. It was. It, it was, was terrible. It was terrible. It was. He shamed himself. I, it, <laughs> what was it Dave's response? He's like, I'm pretty sure that, that he came... He, his DeLorean appeared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you how to make a role-playing Here game. Here you go. <laughs> Came out from the 80s. And then <laughs> off he went. Yep. And we're all like, what is this? Yeah. Look at all those probability charts. It's, my God, it's full of charts. I was thinking about our very first APs. Mm-hmm. Like, remember the Ghostbusters AP that we recorded in your backyard while we were eating Chinese food? Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Which people still love to listen to. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh. Well, it's, got, it's probably, by now, it's like twelve or 13,000 listens. Tons, it's tons got a shit of, listens. of listens. Yeah. But it's also like, like between the crunching, like, there's actually really fun role-playing in there. Oh, yeah. But we didn't all have body mics, either. It was just the two area mics across the top there. Yeah, so yeah. And it was outside. It, I don't think it was that much <laughs> snacking going on in Belgium. It was like three dogs ago. Three dogs ago. That's oh yeah, that probably would have been Lyca and it Tasha. It was like and Tasha, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both of whom have passed to the great dog mm-hmm. park in the sky. Yeah, Stu- Stu's had three dogs Boy named Stoll. Lyca, though. Right. Mm-hmm. You've had three dogs named Lyca, though. It's hard to keep. Okay. Two. Yeah, this one's Lyca Junior. Oh, and, and Lyca Junior's not here. I don't. I don't. Yeah, Lyca Junior got taken. Yeah. 
I lost like in the divorce. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Actually, she was going to keep her here, I think. But then her house got broken into. And yeah. Like, oh, that's the dog to take. Yeah, the nice behaved one who's super protective. She is super protective. Yeah, got, oh, I know. Got a little Akita in. Yeah, oh, a lot. Well, no, she's, uh, she's ha- I think, one quarter chow. Yeah. Well, that's what it is, is. Yeah, chow. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so do you remember, like, the first episode where we did the whole live video stuff when we got all this stuff set up and... And no, it was like a it whole... was uh, it was the vampire IP. It was Mode of Sin. Yeah, because like That's we had the cameras, with one camera down here pointing this way. No, no, when we had him like sticking out from the walls on both sides, and like he watched the the game, like Stork oh, I'm is like before that. I'm sitting on. Huh? No, no, we did. We started with him here, and it was a terrible idea because Stork walked in walked into them like four times. Uh, just getting up because that was underneath. So we're like, and... okay, we'll try putting it at the end of the table and shooting it like this way, and that's when we did Ashes of Exodus that okay, way. Right. Um, that's, okay. That's but yeah, because we put him like up high on both sides <laughs> of the table, and it sort of looked like creepy like security camera footage. Right. And like Stork just kept like awkwardly and nervously looking up at it, like he was stealing something. Well, it's in right over my head, and I'm right. Yeah, it's funny. He does the same thing when he goes in the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks for the camera <laughs> and sits. And... <laughs> when you look like I do, it just it pays to punch up those things. Yeah, so. some goddamn hippies here to steal damn fucking Nutella. <laughs> Uh, Fox 50 says, with this being Stu's last episode, it's not his last episode. It's his last episode being responsible for the hard parts. Right. Um, but you never know. Who knows what could happen? Shut up. Don't say that. I wanted to say thank you again for donating your old books to our crew when we deployed. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're one very, of those, welcome. That, yeah. very welcome. That's very welcome. That was a great story in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I, I remember being shocked that the armed services played role-playing games. I don't know why I had this preconceived motion, notion about what people did overseas right. when, when they were fighting for mm-hmm. our country. But role-playing games was not in my equation. And when you brought it up, I'm like, really? Is this the thing they want? You're like, oh, yeah. And when we send it out, we still get emails. And, and thank yeah. you for that, for reminding me. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for your service. And yeah, thank absolutely. you for your service. Absolutely. It was such an amazing I feel more proud about that than a lot of the other things that we've done yeah. on this yeah. podcast because it we get we still get feedback from it from people saying yeah, yeah I played those games okay. they, they were my sanity it was, it was it's really neat it's really neat yeah even though it cost you a lot of money to it wasn't that but it's not that bad okay because when you're mailing to an APO or uh, FPO what the the military addresses it's like the same cost as mailing domestically yeah, they want they you want yeah. they want you to send stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And now it's interesting, like hearing we've heard from so many people in different places all around the world, um, who who like we don't have an internet connection here, things like that. Like, right. it was two weeks ago we heard from the people who were or three weeks ago who are up in like the North Pole, like right. who were like, hey, we don't have streaming anything, we don't have the internet, so we download a bunch of episodes and I make people listen well, to that's- them. I mean, when the show started, that's what most people were doing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone was, it was on iPods. You had to sync them. Yeah, you'd have to sync them and download it. Right. And that's why we still have, like, the old naming conventions. Yep. Like, most of the time we don't, like, nobody needs that anymore. Right. But I've been told very specifically I'm not supposed to change that. Well, uh, oh, well, there's there's actually several reasons for the, the thing in the beginning. Yeah. Because on a lot of car stereos, it will show the beginning of whatever the file name is yeah. of, of whatever you're showing. So it'll say... HJRP 26, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So people know what episode they're listening to. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, in fact, the guy who... I did that because I noticed it in my own car. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two weeks later, someone wrote in and said, Thank you for doing what you're doing with the, the naming conventions. I won't explain why. You know. 
it's interesting to me too. I mean, we've had a, some sense of notoriety or in some sense of fame with the Boggards, um, and then this is basically we started this just to get together, drink beer, and talk about role playing games, right? right? And we thought, why don't we record this while we're at it? Why don't we record a game or two and see what goes on? I remember thinking, why would anybody want to listen to anybody game? What's wrong with you? Yeah. It's and a, now it's become the thing. It's a big thing now. It's big, big. Yeah. If only we like, only back capitalized it back in the day. But my point is, like, it's still just us getting together and bullshitting. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm, I'm astonished that people want to listen to it still. Yeah. To this day, I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Maybe if we'd impress Matt Mercer more when he'd been here, he would have asked us to be on his show. No. I don't think so. No. 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 I don't think so. No. no. He, he was famous. Already, he probably already had the cast in his head. Probably. At the time, I think that that was when they were still doing the voiceover stuff. He was. Oh, yeah, he was. Well, he still does that, too. Yeah. But, uh... It was a couple of years before. I think it was a year or two before Critical Role started, though. It was, oh, it, yeah, it was, it was yeah. way early. He was still doing yeah. Thundercats at the time. I remember him mentioning it on the yes, podcast. He did. And I And I remember he had just... He had had a... He had done some film stuff, too. And we met him through Taliesin, because Taliesin was also right. a friend no, of the band. And Tappy was in his Shadowrun games. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it... it I remember he came on and he was he was full of great advice. It was really really oh, yeah. fun. But I remember him saying, "Yeah, this is kind of." He was like, "This is something I want to do." And then <laughs> what? Five years later, he's capitalizing. Yep. You know, he owns the world with it, mm-hmm. which, which is awesome. I have I have no ill will. In fact, I saw him at Renfrew not too long ago, and I reminded him of who I was, mm-hmm. and I said, "Congratulations on all your success." And he was very grateful to hear that <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think he gets that a lot. And I I'm, I'm really happy. Oh, I, I he gets that a, a lot now, 100%. Yeah. Hey, remember me? That time yeah. I bumped into you at the yeah. gas station yeah. that time? Yeah. yeah, I would like to be on your show, or I'd like to have you on our show. I mean, I'm of the opinion that a rising tide raises all boats. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. No, no, Absolutely. no. And, and they have a very well-crafted show, and I, I have no jealousy at all compared you know, to what we do. Is compl- I was jealous when I saw I... the line at Gen Con to go see them live. I'm super jealous of their. Ca- I'm really super jealous of their cameras. I want their camera equipment. Right. And editing and all of that. Yeah, they have yeah. A, they have a very good setup. <laughs> their their line outside the veterans hall or whatever the oh, yeah. the theater was in, at Gen Con. Yeah. It was probably eight or nine people thick, <laughs> and it went almost all the way around this big building. Think of the think of the the galaxy. Mm-hmm. A structure that large. Mm-hmm. A line going almost all the way around it. That's eight, like eight or nine people, or thick, people and, thick, and we only get about eight or nine people that are live IP, APs. So, you know. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it was it would it, it was probably as it was probably as full as uh, a, a typical Galaxy show. For yeah, us. I get it, because uh, that venue, the venue he was at, I would say it was probably a twelve hundred seat venue, yeah. and the Galaxy's like a six or seven. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Jason's in the chat room right now. He's like, "Yeah, I actually didn't know anything about this world until Kimmy invited me," and it's very funny. Like when you, I, I met Jason and Adam and stuff because I was their coach at a now defunct nerd gym in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jason was like, "Like we kind of knew each other." I was like, "Oh hey, like yeah, you're my coach. You like we know each other." Um, and he. Like he invited me into his D and D game. It was a five E game. So, and he was like, uh, I forget if he like texted me or like Facebook messaged me or something. I was like, hey, I think you do role playing games, right? And I was like, do I? 
Yes. Like, no, you do. You give that careful answer then. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, mm, yeah. And if, this, yeah, to look around and see if there's any lockers. Yeah, it was, well, <laughs> it, was, it was just one of those things. It's like, I don't know if I want to be in this game, and it's D&D, and I already know I don't like D&D very much. Right. And so it was one of those things. So he invited me into that game. Sam DeLev was in that game, too. It was their, like, first ever role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, like, this funny little, like, collection of people. And it was, I don't know, it's just kind of one of those things you think back. And I was like... Things would be very different if I'd said no to that game. Right. Like, so different. Like, Adam probably wouldn't have joined the crew. Jason wouldn't have joined the crew. Because he ran Desert of Despair as, like, one of the first 5E uh, campaigns we had. It's just, like, this funny little, I don't know how... And again, they've become become fast friends. 100%. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, back when we first started, too, we, we had to be very careful about who we let know that we gamed. Right, it was sort of like oh, yeah. it was sort of like. I mean, even Kimmy was like trying to become a teacher. I'm like, I'm not sure this is a good thing. And I, I even at work, I was still like, I'm a gamer. And now I'm like, yes, I game. It's much more respectable. The world has changed. We yes. can, we can own it. I don't it, know if we much to do with that though. <laughs> I like to think I'm we contributed a little part. Yes, maybe. I normalized. More, it. it has a lot more to do with the fact that there's now celebrities out there who. Are, yeah, who, but who, but who, I feel like the the. Tide was already going that way, which is why celebrities oh, could, could... that could be. Like, I, I think it was already headed that direction. Celebrities are like, hey, hey, this is a thing that we like to do anyway, and we can now capitalize on it. Like, I think that was a thing. But I also, like, um... I don't know, I had a point. I forgot it already. Sorry, never mind. Well, I was, yeah. also, I was also saying there was a lot of people like you and I, Stu, that gamed back in the day, took a long break yeah. with family and such, oh, yeah. and, then, and then rediscovered it again. We were, yeah, like, we used to get listeners all the time. A very similar story to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that I think that the big, it's conjecture, but I think the big upswing in um, role-playing games now is for twofold. All the older people coming back into it, and then all the people that started out in video games, they mm-hmm. want to try something else. Or, you know, after a while, there's the sameness to video games. It's like, what do you mean I can create a whole new world? Just <laughs> It's new every time? I'm in. Yeah. It's, uh, and we, we happen to be catching, catching the wave right at that time. Right. Got swept along with it. Yep. I did, Dirk. You mentioned Henry Cavill for next season, and for a moment I was like, Henry Cavill can become our friend, too. Oh, yeah. And then I completely forgot what I was going to say. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. That would be amazing. I like. I don't get, like, Twitter-painted about many celebrities. Like, I guess I'm just L.A. jaded, but, like, Henry Cavill. <laughs> I've been a, a long-time fan, man. Back in the Tudors, I was a big fan. He's a legitimate nerd, too. <laughs> He's not just, like, a poser nerd. No. He's, a, like, a legitimate nerd. Yeah. Well, like, I just saw what, I just saw a movie that he was in recently. Like, oh, I, I didn't recognize. No, it wasn't, and it wasn't a superhero movie. It was something else. It was Mission Impossible. No, I caught the arm thing. Very, it's very sexy. It's silly, but <clears throat> very sexy. What's the other one that my, my daughter loves? It where he's like, there's two super spies. Is it the Man from Uncle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good in that one. She uh, she loves that. It was one of her it was yeah, one of her guilty pleasures. Good. There's a whole boat yeah, chase nice. thing with the boat going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. She laughs hysterically. I. I get it. I get. Charming. I get Henry Cavill. I, I understand that one. You know, and he's a legitimate nerd. Yeah, Vin Diesel. And a good I don't actor. know. He's a very good actor no, too. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know with Vin no, Diesel. No, I feel like, no. He a hundred percent is a real nerd. Like he wrote like what's it? Um, the Witch Hunter movie that t- completely flopped. Like was about his original D and D character. Like he's the guy who like wrote, loved his that character. Dude who wrote a script, who wrote a script his about day. his character had the like. Chutzpah and like the the power in Hollywood to, to get it get made. It produced. Yeah, God, what was that movie called? I did not know. Something that. the Witch Hunter. 
Oh, God. I, thought was, I thought it was just called Witch Hunter or the Witch it, Hunter. It's like two of I them. I feel like there. it was like a name, the Witch Hunter. And oh, no, I don't know. I Google it. It's it's got a name, and yeah, it was like based on his game character. I don't remember if it was D and D or something else, but that's funny. Yeah, he a hundred percent is a lit- legitimate nerd. The problem I think though is he he has very specific character type. He's good at acting. And I think that doesn't necessarily translate well into role-playing games. Characters that act like Vin Diesel. Yeah, like yeah. that's kind of like what he has to do. Yeah, yeah, because he's been some... on a couple actual plays. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like John Wayne. Yeah, like, he would make a great John Wayne. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> John so, Wayne would. Yeah. The last witch hunter. That's what it was. Thank you, James. James always had yeah, answers to my questions. John Wayne played Genghis Khan. Now oh, looking now here. Look here. <laughs> Gosh, that's such terrible. Oh. Yeah, that's like one of the things people are going to look back on in history and be like, I mean, already you're just like, oh, oh. But there's, there's so many of those bad choices. So you've got a, many bad things. You've, wrong with you've it. got you got Sean Connery playing a Russian. Joparushka. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with you people? Oh my gosh, did you? One oh. ping only. Oh, one ping only. Did you see um, uh, the Teletubbies intro to the the? Um, yeah. The to the Highlander, Highlander theme. theme. I heard about it. I it, didn't see it. It's on the Slack. You need to go. Look. Okay. If you haven't seen it, go mm-hmm. look. It's it's the thing that I I laugh about it. Like randomly, I'm sending it to my partner. I'm just like, <laughs> and he writes back. Oh my god, stop it! Stop it! I have I have trauma to bear on the Teletubbies because I remember my daughter at the time was. Oh, age you had a kid them. of the right age, so yeah. And I didn't. I started watching this. And I'm like, nope, we're not watching this. Yeah, this is, our, my version of that with my kids was. Uh, Shit! What was the name of that goddamn show? Dora the Explorer. No, there were four of them. There oh, was the, the Wiggles. No, there was the there was the pink one. There was the giant red dildo. Oh, the, there was the blue one. Right, right, right. And your and your, and your uh, ex-wife worked on it. It was um, yeah, um, um, Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. And everyone's going, oh yeah, the big red dildo. Yeah. <laughs> This is why, because I've hung out with you guys for so many years, my family's like, why don't you, you just don't let her watch any TV? It's like, nope. 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 She listens to music all day. No, no, that was a wholesome show. It was no, a good it was show. a very good show. It was. And it had DJ Lance, who used to do the DJ Lance dance. Yeah. They're very good shows. Jack Black showed up in there. Yeah. I can't believe it fits. I love Jack Black. He's so good. Also I probably nerd. still have the DVDs 100%. of that around here. I might watch He's those. done a couple APs, and like, like Jack Black is amazing in APs. He's a nerd, And too. he's it's amazing. The APs you watch, he's done a couple of the like celebrity actual plays. We're like, he knows the rules. You're like, that's the nerd that's right, right there. The other, the other actors are like, okay, I'm going to... Can I do this? And they're like, yeah, this is Fuck, it's been that way since third edition. Come on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he's kind of like that. He's like, oh, no. He's like, uh, I'm going to roll this, this, and this and go. And he's just like, I see you. I see you. Oh, who was it? The Oh, God. Um, I might have I might have said this. I don't remember if I say this in a person conversation or on this podcast, if I'm repeating myself. Um, what's his name who does... Um, uh, oh, my gosh. I'm going blank. I'm so tired. Um... The show right now that's the DC show, Joe Peacemaker. Man, Joe Mang. Oh, no, no, oh, Peacemaker. John uh, Senna? John Senna. So he was. Is that I was, the guy who plays Peacemaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. he's like the big, super ripped guy who used to be a wrestler. Right. Like, I was watching some behind the scene footage of him, and like, he had like a fake finger because his finger is right. So he looks at the camera and he's, and he's like, 
look, I'm Frodo of the Nine Fingers. I was like, oh, shit, that's a deep cut. That's like Tolkien text deep. That's not in any of the movies. Like, you outed yourself as a total nerd. That's funny. Yeah. I love that. Because that's like legit that. what they call him. Like, that becomes his title afterwards. Is Frodo of the Nine Fingers is what they call him after, like, the whole ring. And the Right. Yeah, sorry, I'm explaining it because that makes it funnier. Yeah, and I'm a nerd right. about it. <laughs> but it's just one of those moments where you're like, oh, look at that ripped person. And they say something and you're just like, oh, I see you. Nobody gets it, but I, I see you. I see you. Yeah. That's what we need. We need John Cena, Henry Cavill, Jack Black. Oh, yeah. See, Dor- Dirk is Dirk and I are on the same wavelength. And Joe. Yeah. Joe, uh, uh, Joe Manenio? Joe, Joe McLeon. Ma- I don't, yeah. How's his last name? Who? Uh, he's the very sexy werewolf from True Blood. He's playing, when you said DC, that's who I thought to, because he's also Joe playing. Joe Megaliano? I think that's He's playing Deathstroke right now as well in the DC he's, world. You'd recognize him if you saw him. I, I, well, I saw True Blood, but I can't remember who what the werewolf the, like, looked like. Oh, no, I know now. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, he's super tall. like Brown ev- eyes, dark, bl- yeah. dark, dark hair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, but he's also pretty much a super nerd. He's, he's the one that made me think, like, because yeah. people were saying, you're a nerd. And he goes, you know, and Vin Diesel's a nerd. He goes, is he, though? Because I would know. Because I host games and such, and I would know if Vin Diesel was really a nerd. I started to think about it. I, I feel like, like that's like, like, right. I don't know. I feel like that's like, eh, maybe Shade. It was Shade. It was Shade, <laughs> for sure. Well, he also is starting a D&D, like, um, clothing company. Okay. So I feel like like he was like, oh, I don't know. But I don't know. I've always heard Vin Diesel. And Vin Diesel was one of the first stars to kind of start yes. doing APs. So, like, I mean. That's, that is yeah. true. And Stephen know? Colbert is also a nerd. I mean, it's just the nerds are oh, yeah. the world. I'm really, I'm really into it. Um, Deb, was, was it the played the lawyer in Daredevil? She was also in True Blood. Deborah. Oh yeah, yeah. She's been, She actually just started a new AP with um, some friends of mine, or a couple of them. Um, my friend Alicia Marie from Cosplays in it. Um, my friend Jen, who's a great designer, awesome. She's also in it. I forget the name of the show, but. See, it's very cool. This is all by way of saying that when we first started this, we all had to be very careful about outing ourselves as nerds. And yeah. now we can proudly say, because there's, you know, there's people out there, even Nathan Fillion is, is a nerdy, mm-hmm. he's a gamer. And it's, I can, I can now say that there's people I admire who are famous and they're not afraid to right. yeah. fly their free flag, their nerd flag, their RPG flag. We can too. It's been that long, Stu. Yep. Yeah. We went from, like, I hope our parents don't notice we're doing this, too. Like, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we call it? I guess so. All right. It feels weird. Uh, where's the... It does. We'll have we're to have you come back and guest host occasionally, Stu. Well, yeah, you have to come on. Yeah, I will. He's going to come... He's probably going to come, like, and enjoy himself more because he won't this, have to run all the stuff. To be, to be clear, Stu is not really going away. He's, he's just He's not He's not going to be answering the emails anymore. He's no, not I don't have all cancer. all the bookkeeping. And no, he doesn't have cancer. <laughs> what? No. Oh. I was like, did somebody ask that shit? No. <laughs> He's just stepping back from yeah. a lot of the fiddly behind the scenes stuff. Less responsibility and I, more I'm fun. burned out. Yeah. I'm burned out. I'll you, get unburned really? out. You, you don't like printing up a lot of papers every day? Really? I would stop doing this. I'd make tablets from now on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll do with the Patreon money. Tablets for everyone. Tablets. Most no. people have one. Yeah, that's absolutely. <laughs> All right. Oh, play the thing. Here. Yep. It's a Puma. It's not a Puma. It's not a Puma. I can't do that. Thank you for joining us for season 29, episode 15 <laughs> of Happy Jack Jeopardy Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Kimmy. Uh, I'm Stork. And thank you very much for listening for the last 13 years and continue listening yes, for the next don't leave. 30 yeah. years or however long. I put a shit ton of work into the new studio. It's very nice. Please stay. <laughs>
It'll yeah. be good. It'll it's going to be, be great. It's going to be so comfy and like so much space. Are we switching days or anything? Or is there anything to tell Not about? Right now. Okay. Um, yeah, next Friday will be, hopefully, if everything's working. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Excellent. Uh, we'll be the first one at the studio. And this will not affect you guys. You can, you can still catch the podcast yeah. on all the same channels that you have yep. in with me. Nothing's and changing. Nothing's changing. Website? Yep. Just a little more organized, probably. That was shaped. And if you want to... That was plenty organized. <laughs> and if you want and if you want to see what I'm going to be doing next, netbusker.net. Yes. Net How do you spell bus- busker? B-U-S-K-E-R. Okay. Just like it sounds. Okay. Mm. I don't know. I, I, people are terrible at spelling. I've discovered. I would have put a C in it. Yeah. And there's no C in Buster. Yeah. Oh, clearly. <laughs> but I would have. Yeah. All right. It, it probably would have taken me some other site that I probably didn't want to see at that you point. You should probably register like all the spellings of Busker and re and pretty links them to the. To it's your all actual, the misspellings. Yeah. I'm surprised you were actually able to get it because it is a legitimate thing. Like in Ireland, you know, busking in Europe, people go, you know, itinerant musicians right. go out and busk at the. I intend subways. to be an itinerant musician. <laughs> Strive for it. <laughs> In the presentation. I'm playing the, the Media Empire. Oh. Because the, the music ran out long ago. Oh. I, the dogs are singing. Just as you started playing, the dogs started singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, our, it's our very own gangrels. Oh. They're saying goodbye. It is the dogs last episode. That is absolutely accurate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe their last anything. <laughs> We're going to leave them with a song. I would, yeah, I was gonna, uh, gonna the, 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 do the thing. Laser printed heroes. Yes. He looks upon now I'm gonna mute us. The landscape of this ancient battlefield. He looks upon the horrors that curiosity revealed. The endless goblin army full of.
The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.